if you just commit to something through to the end, the the outcome, whether or not you actually fail at that thing or succeed at that thing, is better than doing it like half. Like you know, when you try something in parkour, and even if you commit and you don't quite make it, you're you're fully in that focus zone to like. Even if you bounce or you might shin or, or whatever, like it's so the the outcome is so much better than if you in the air go like oh no like that and you flail and then you get then you get fucking hurt. Hi, Luis here. Glad that you're also sticking by. Today on Swapping Shoes, I had the honor to speak with Giles. He's one of these figures who can be introduced only by the first name. Giles is the Quincy Jones of parkour, being present in the top end of the community since PK school. He produced the highest quality content and now he has founded and he's managing one of nowadays most prominent parkour teams and he's also a movement lover himself. It was his birthday two days ago. Happy birthday Giles, you're becoming the real parkour uncle. Yeah, now let's go for it. This is Swapping Shoes with Giles. Just Giles. Hola, Riles. <laughs> I had to, I had to that, do that again. The fake hello. Hello, how you doing? I'm good, and you? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really, really good, actually. I'm knackered. Like, I've been uh, helping my dad all day at his workshop. He does, like, metal work. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'm just tired. But I'm in And a- being tired means really, really, really good? I'm really, really, really good anyway. But then I've had, okay, a, I'm cool. having good days, so it's like, you know, it's a bonus. Oh, that's good. So. That's very good. What were you doing? It looked like you were, like, creating uh, weapons or something. No, nah, yeah, so my dad, like, makes, uh, he's making this inc- insane tower. It's, like, three stories tall. He he makes, like, metal stuff for clients, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I've been helping with that and doing some other bits. So, like, hacking apart bits of metal, drilling holes and things mm-hmm. and... It's nice actually because I don't spend that much time with my dad, even though he lives really close. So, it's nice to like, and I grew up helping him do stuff like that. So it's cool to like remember that I could still do it all. That's cool. That's handy so. if you if you would want to open a gym, but yeah, yeah, do yeah. You even it's it's like on the on the. It's something I've I've always told myself I'm gonna do, um, but it's sort of I I used to want it more than I do now. I think. Like my mm-hmm. my goals have changed slightly, but I I love the idea of doing it. But also, I love the idea of the gym and the community that comes from that more than the business of running the gym. Mm. I see. So, but we'll see. You're such I, a street dude, or you seem to me like such a parkour street culture based kind of person. I wouldn't imagine that you're into the gym culture. Nah, oh, like. It depends on the gym culture you're talking about. Like, I think I think there's so many positives that can come from gyms. Like, I've been, thanks to going to America and also across Europe, like, I've been to so many gyms. And I think they have so, yeah, so, so many positives because they can become that, like, uh, what do you call it? Like, the sort of, like, the talent pool where you get these, like, Jared Nahulu type kids coming mm-hmm. up and it's and also it's like that community place where people who sort of maybe come from from worse off homes or whatever like it's everyone can feel at home there and I think you can you can do so much with a gym that is 
slightly harder to sustain outside. Yeah, I see what you so mean. I'm uh, it's like a parkour house, I'm, I'm, parkour home, like headquarters yeah, for the community. Like, yeah, like I don't think people should just train in gyms whatsoever, and I definitely think like parkour originates from the street but i think there is a hundred percent a place for gyms yeah there is i agree with for you. sure and so. you who witnessed the whole growth of the sport from first person view do you see a big difference between the street culture and the gym culture the generations and stuff i think it really depends on specific areas and athletes i think mainly athletes like it really seems to you get some kids who only train inside And and their attitude to training outside is very warped. But you do also get people who train inside a he like a lot, but also train outside an equal amount. So their attitude is it's yeah. It, I think it, it it really depends because in a gym, obviously, you can completely create your own environment. You can make things as safe as you want, and outside you don't get that choice. But if you're smart when you're in a gym. You can use those to your advantage a little bit, but you don't have to rely on them. Like you can, like you could do, yeah. you can do scary, dangerous stuff in gyms. So yeah, yeah. And if you if you train outside as well, exactly. In the end, you you can always work on this like a uh, challenge finding. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so, yeah. oh, nice. Cheers, man. I just had my beer. Ah, oh, very nice. Yeah, I, I rushed. Out. I'm I'm 31 tomorrow. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it on Facebook. <laughs> That's too old. But uh, yeah, so nah, come on. It's not, man. You have your legacy, man. Come on. It's just weird. Why, why is that weird? It's cool. Because I, st I still... It's cool. Like, I'm happy with a lot of things, but I still feel like I'm considerably younger. Of course, you're always hanging so, out with teenagers. Yeah, I don't think that helps. <laughs> but also, like, I don't know. When you're young, you have this aspiration of like, oh, when I'm... You think when you're 30, you'll know everything and you'll have everything sorted out. And then you get there and you're like, nope. <laughs> so, but then you look at like 50 and you think 50-year-olds have it sorted out. And then you actually speak to your parents and they're like, nah, not too. <laughs> There's always these different so, types of struggles. New no questions. Knows, yeah. You answer new questions and then it opens new questions and it's a endless loop. Exactly, yeah, yeah. It's a constant progression. Yeah. I was thinking on my way home. I was like, oh, I'm going to talk to Giles now. And I was like, you know, he's like the Quincy Jones of parkour. Because it's not like, you know, Quincy Jones? Someone has made that reference before, but I can't. Oh, really? Who's I think so, but who's Quincy Jones again? Quincy Jones is like a producer. He's a musician, but he's mostly, his main work is uh, like behind the scenes. He's not so known for the music that he performs, but he's known for the music that he's, he produces. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe it wasn't so, that So, for example, he produced like Michael Jackson and many, Oh, shit, like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so you're there behind the, the... Not very known for your movements, though you train still, I guess. You train still, right? Yeah, but I shouldn't be known for my movement unless... It's like a unicorn. Like, you're excited when you see it, but it's... <laughs> oh no actually no a, un a unicorn makes it sound like it's good it's like <laughs> you know it's a it's a rare occurrence but it's fun yeah but my question coming out of this do you think yes that we have already reached the golden age of parkour what do you what do you mean by golden age like like the golden years the the time that will forever be remembered as the main like time of the parkour history mm, i i in some ways yes but i think have you seen um 
uh, Valley Uprising. Yes, great movie. Yeah, so you know how that like kind of references like decades as there's like the stone monkeys and things like this. Mm-hmm. I think like you and me have definitely shared a, a time period of what we would consider a golden age for us, where like it's it's hard to put it into sort of a, a short words but it that that thing where like youtube videos became really big and there's kind of like classic videos there were amazing trips that weren't focused on kind of just producing like vloggy viral content or whatever and it was like mm-hmm. it, as i said it's, it's hard to describe but I, I i think you and me share like we will have our own golden age and i think that will stay true for a lot of people in years to come yeah looking back at the that era because it's like it's the birth of star it's the birth of storm it's the birth of like so many of these prolific athletes who are going to go on to sort of stay in the sport essentially forever. Yeah. But I also think in like 20 years time, a different generation of athletes will look back at maybe what we're in right now and think, yeah. Oh, that was, that was my golden age. So yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's, it's a slightly kind of personal thing, but do you think the people are still going to get a lot better because you're, you're always, you've been sides of the highest level possible. You filmed everything that was the best in the moment. I'm co- I'm constantly surprised. And I think what's really cool is like, I think it's going to come in waves in terms of what gets pushed because we've had at times where like the really big stuff gets pushed, whether it's like triple flyaways or like the really big stuff. And now we're seeing this like crazy focus on the kind of, dynamic creative movement mm-hmm. that you see kind of keelan marks those people but then also like um orlando from fat like he moves so fucking animalistically mm-hmm. um you're obviously i mean you, you've kind of always stood the test of time because you've <laughs> adapted to like any style but i i think as each stage of movement progresses like right now we're focusing on this like fluid animal movement and and you don't see as many people chucking mm-hmm. crazy big scary things but i think you're then going to see that happen and that happen and that happen because it's like yeah i don't know people will always start to yeah i understand you it's cool it's cool it's a good way of seeing because in it seems like the maybe previous generation the previous decades in the beginning People were focused on just creating this vocabulary of sick yeah. tricks and doing the really crazy jumps. And nowadays, they are making uh, beautiful yep. lines and putting incredible tricks also. Yeah. So there's a lot of very basic things that are still done, obviously, in every run. But uh, a double full in a run for George Piquet is easy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I think, like, we'll we'll just see this kind of progression of different areas of the sport and ultimately the, the base level will will increase um obviously given that we can only rely on like human momentum how fast we can run and jump (laughs) rather than like skateboard (laughs) or like i don't know motocross or something there might be limits on like we're not gonna i don't think we're gonna see people doing 30 foot running precisions in 50 years time (laughs) but i think like we're gonna see this i don't know imagine parkour in 30 years and like the base level is how orlando's moving now (laughs) <laughs> like everyone's yeah. just fucking amazing like it'd be sick oh, yeah. imagine how many new people are gonna come and be really sick yeah because as we've seen people adapt and pick it up quicker if it's already been done before and if that style already exists yeah. which yeah. is super sick that's true. 
like I, I ask this question to a lot of people on swapping shoes. What is the biggest lesson that parkour has taught you that you can apply on real life? Um, it's probably cliche to say, and I don't know if it's one that is like in my head, but I think it's definitely true. Like it's not day to day in my head, but you see it in the sense that if you just commit to something like through to the end, the the outcome, whether or not you actually fail at that thing or succeed at that thing is better than doing it like half. Like, you know, when you try something in parkour and even if you commit and you don't quite make it, you're you're fully in that focus zone to like, even if you bounce or you might shin or, or whatever, like it's so the the outcome is so much better than if you in the air go like oh no like that and you flail and then you get then you get fucking hurt yeah. and i think it's like obviously leading up to that point hopefully you've done calculated sort of you've you've thought out all, all progress yeah you've thought about the 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 elements involved and things and then you've decided to commit to something and this could be a business venture or a relationship or whatever like it's so much better to go at something with the intention to try your your full and you might fail because mm -hmm. we we always like we fail at everything and then we learn yeah. but i think that's that's the thing that i always draw a parallel because yeah it's if if you half commit to something that's when it goes wrong and then you beat yourself up because you're like oh i fucked up but if you try your mm. hardest and then you fail it's like oh okay like i tried so <laughs> yeah basically Oh, that's a very good answer. So it's commitment. I like it. Yeah, I like it. It's true. I get it. And it's not. Uh, I think that this lesson it's uh, not specific to the domain of parkour. No, yeah, also, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people can say like, "Oh, I become confident," but maybe you're confident to do this really hard jump, but you're not the same confidence to fix uh, some problem in life, like some bureaucratic problem or anything. Yeah. 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 That's cool. And what is like your, because you did everything too, again. Uh, what is, <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, you, you filmed everyone. You had Visive Productions. <laughs> <laughs> then you had um, Flow. Then you- I got very lucky. You had the Jessica Flair tour. Yeah, yeah. Then you had Motus. What, you did Roof, roof Culture Asia <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere, there's Giles on the credits. <laughs> <laughs> What is your, like, the memory that you think you hold the dearest? Oh. Oh, difficult. I honestly don't know because it really, it changes. Like, I recently, um, I, I, I'm in the process of sorting out all of my hard drives because I've kept everything I've ever filmed, right? Mm -hmm. So from, like, 2009 onwards, I have every single clip I've ever filmed. And... I've been sorting out all these hard drives and backing them up onto this like big, it's called a NAS. It's like this huge box. Mm -hmm. um, so I've recently like been doing a little bit of in the evenings, I might watch some like old videos and things and roof culture or something like that is obviously I can look back to that and I have, it was just insane because it was mm -hmm. so polarizing. Um, it also like taught me a lot about, Like, I distinctly remember at the end of that trip saying to the guys, I was like, fuck, I wish I'd, like, pushed a bit harder. Because I battled a lot of, like, anxiety on that because I was, apart from Ryan, it was, like, me, 
who I've done rooftop stuff and I've been around parkour for years, but the Storas are like something else when it comes to their confidence and mm-hmm. just like sort of not caring. And uh, so I, there was a lot of like that in my head. And I, by the end of that trip, was a lot more confident. And I was like, fuck, I wish that taught me a lot. But also like flow was insane because that whole year was... So intense. Yeah, yeah it was intense. It taught me a lot about staying productive and... and getting work done but also just traveling because like one sort of i don't know we were in hong kong and then a few weeks later we're in like lisbon shooting that crazy competition or whatever that was mm-hmm. like all these there's so many memories and obviously like the the off the edge tour was amazing because mm-hmm. i don't know i, I can't i can't do yeah, one but it's, but it's cool. the last decade yeah you, you did so many yeah things. it's so cool you, but you now you have your NAS, you said? NAS. Uh, NAS, yeah. NAS. NAS. Yeah. So um, when you have a lot of time. Yeah. And you have people working below you, doing all the work that you're doing right now, and you want, you can not write a book. You can make a very big documentary. Oh, I mean, like, I talk to people about this all the time, like Toby, and now Kieran always talks about it, Jimmy, um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, like so many of us have just like the history of parkour on hard drives <laughs> and there's there's so much potential there it's crazy yeah so i talked to scott uh, ah, about yeah. making a doc- documentary about danny he, he you can make the full one about parkour because you were everywhere yeah scott actually wants to send me he's got loads of old footage of danny that he wants to like send me to back up so it's safe so like because it's it's good yeah <laughs> just in case well it's good for to Danny's. like the documentary is called Danny for sure yeah 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 it's good to have footage <laughs> in different places so that like you can't lose it so <laughs> that's really crazy yeah if you could choose right now one person to train with in a spot where would it be where or who both where and who oh both oh shit one person so it would be, one spot it would be Camilla right Camilla oh nice Because, yeah Straight up, like, this last year or so, she is just my favorite athlete <laughs> to watch. She's so fucking, like, inspiring. I know <laughs> that, like, I don't know, she she would push me when it comes to training, which is sick. Like, uh, and then I, I'm... I, not chaos. I love chaos, but not no, chaos. No, it's too heavy. It's too heavy, yeah. Like, um... Mm. You have to go to her favorite spot in Lisbon, man. The one uh, that I was with you guys next to the beach uh, with the yellow oh, walls and blue rails. Yeah, that is her favorite spot. That in is Lisbon. a sick spot. I like that spot. Yeah, let's go there. I'd be down with that. But yeah, like <laughs> I'm so I'm so keen to train with Camilla. Oh, it's so nice, man. She's like my my niece now. She calls me uncle. Yeah, uncle yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It makes me feel a little bit older, but I like it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cool. She was uh, here in my place like three hours ago, setting up a, oh, sick. like a doctor appointment to check her food, and she's so frustrated oh, yeah, about yeah. the the yeah. injuries. It's never seen someone so passionate and so disciplined to train. Yeah, because it's she crazy. she matches this like this very athletic, uh, professional kind of capitalist yep. way of training, but together with very like romantic. Yeah, very yeah, yeah, in yeah. love with parkour so it's you 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 see her how not training like uh, moves her yeah and you can see how when she's training she's a completely shiny human super happy <laughs> super <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Funny. yeah i've been speaking to her a lot as well because she's been doing a lot of drawing um like designs that we might 
use for some stuff so which I, I, I like it's not training but at least she she has like another creative thing that she can put some <laughs> yeah, time into cool. all right so do you know TikTok? i give you two options and you pick one uh, yes <laughs> come I'm on well, you know you know the questions <laughs> for you. Mm, i don't know the questions that well though so, so it's gonna be easy then lazy vote or cat pass cat pass gymnastics or martial arts Gymnastics, but only because I, d I don't know any martial arts. <laughs> Canon or Sony? Sony. Parkour or free running? Parkour. Ampisound or three run tube? Ampisound. <laughs> David Bell or Sebastian Foucan? <laughs> I like Seb as a person and I've only met David once, but David is the OG, but Seb is. Let's go Seb, because he's so friendly. <laughs> and uh, Danik or Voslav? Danny. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. Easy. Easy. <laughs> I thought you were going to go for Voslav just to be the hater, to be on the other side, the other team. Nah, I, I, I mean, Oleg's amazing, but when I worked with him on the flow stuff, he was really hard to work with, so it kind of skewed my... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, tell me, tell me gossip. <laughs> he was just like... He was just difficult. And he, he just straight up, like, the first time I ever met him was at New Haven Parkour Park, and we were filming a one-shot. <clears throat> so Tim and Callum had to, like, hide behind some walls while I was filming. So it was just me and Oleg I'd never met him before. And he just keeps turning to me, and he's like, I don't want to do this, I hate this. Like, I'm only doing I'm only doing this to get the money or something. And I was like, with my camera, like, hi! <laughs> like, so... It just kind of, I don't know, he's, he's, he's a very, he's a sick guy, but he's a very interesting character. Yeah. Whereas Danny's like, pure, so. <laughs> yeah. Do you think yeah. Danny's the messiah of parkour? He is the closest thing to Jesus I've ever met. <laughs> like, straight up. No one has just freakishly natural walk-on-water abilities <laughs> to him. No. Do you have any so. crazy stories of Danny? Is it true that he did the Kong Gainer pre? I heard this story, but it's just a rumor. Right? I've, heur I've heard this. I've never seen it. Like, I've never heard from anyone that it actually happened. To, to a rail, that's what I heard. Like, but I've, yeah, I don't know. The, my craziest story from Danny, a lot of people would have been involved in this. You might have even been there. It was like Fam Jam 2015, maybe? No, I wasn't there. Uh, okay. I mean, he did some crazy movement there, but the, the the craziest thing was one night he was on the trampoline, like talking to, we were, there was like an indoor section and an outdoor section and everyone's chilling and eating some food and things. And there's a few hundred people at this event and he is chatting to maybe like three or four people on the trampoline. And I don't know, I'm walking like in, in and out of the big arena, just, you know, like for the love of movement over the few hours, you're just socializing and things. Mm -hmm. And I, you see him, he's chatting to a few people. Half an hour later, you look over and he's like chatting to like 10 people and he's kind of more talking to them. 20 minutes later, you walk out, 30 people. And then like over the course of like an hour or two, it went from Danny talking to a handful of people to every single person at the event sitting around the trampoline while Danny spoke to them. And he was then sitting and speaking to everyone. And it just happened. No one said, like, guys, shut up and listen to Danny. It just slowly happened. <laughs> I, I, was, I was, was there. It was for the law of movement, yeah. not Fam Jam. You said Fam Jam first. Yeah, yeah. No, my one, my one was Fam Jam. I was Fam 100%. Jam. 100%. Yeah, the one, the one that that happened at was Fam Jam. 
Maybe he did it twice. He did it for the love of movement, but it was um, really uh, next to a bar setup, and he was talking to a few people, and then it was 10, 30, 50 people, and he would be talking, oh and then out of nowhere, he would just start to move, and this really crazy, beautiful movement on the bars. Oh, so, so he didn't natural. he didn't move. Yeah, yeah so see, this same. was at night. No, this was at night, and he just sat there. <laughs> wow. That's what I mean. It's like he can he can bring a... Yeah, an okay. audience. So, yeah, he's really the so. Jesus, the Jesus of parkour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is Fem yeah. Jam still happening? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think it happened since that year. I don't think so. Anyway. Quick break for a quick correction. The Fem Jam Giles was referring to was the epic Munich-based Fem Jam. You know, the real one, which I sadly have never been to. Meanwhile, I was talking about the Three Run Family Jam. Why? Why? Why even? Oh my God. <laughs> Three run is also kind of. Yeah, I don't know what's. I think they're all just doing their own things. And they don't get the the respect that they deserve. Also, don't you think they changed the game a lot? Three run. Oh, back it back in the day. Back in the days, like, yeah. Come on, without yeah, three run, yeah. Park would be a completely different game, I guess. T- two brothers. <laughs> Yamakazi. Uh, <laughs> was it that what? two brothers Yamakazi with the backpack and then they leave the backpack? Yeah, yeah, and they fucking <laughs> die front over. <laughs> so good. And the, when they did wall, trip, three step wall flip over uh, one step wall flip was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> such a good. So many good things like that. <laughs> cool. All right, Giles. Thank you very much, man. It was a pleasure talking to you. No worries. It was indeed. I'm. I feel bad because we. When you messaged me on Instagram, you were like, "We never speak," and it's true. So. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, but it's. You okay. know, it's crazy. It's been a year to a year yesterday that we were in Lisbon. Yes, it's true. It's true. I yeah. was thinking about and, this. And now reason. I haven't, I haven't left the country since. So, oh, it was your last trip. Yeah, that was my last trip. And so, but uh, hopefully we can get back out. Do you have projects for the future, the near future? We've got like a lot of stuff we want to do. Some smaller stuff, some big stuff. But it's at the moment like we've just yesterday found out when the UK should be relaxing things. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a little bit up in the air and because like a lot of our athletes are spread out and some are in different countries it's it's just a li- like we don't want to start booking tickets and locking stuff in until we know for sure because otherwise we're just gonna it's gonna get moved being a crazy year. can't wait to see more stuff from motos and from yes. you for sure yeah we got some cool stuff lined up actually nice so. nice excited <laughs> all right have a good evening amazing thank you you too. I'll speak bye to you very soon. Ciao, ciao. I'll, uh, bye-bye. Thank you for joining. I hope you have enjoyed this chat. And if you'd like to support the Swapping Shoes, you can follow the donation button in the description. Let's keep this chat coming. Or your boy Louis will have to make Spider-Man is late for school police escaping parkour POV videos. And please, I don't want to do that. Thank you. Have a great weekend. Parkour for life. Tschüss.